Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie.ag. And for this week only, get a 110% sign-on bonus. 110% of your initial deposit by using code NEXTROUND. That's MyBookie.ag, code NEXTROUND. Jim Dunaway, Lance Taylor, Ryan Brown, and Rockstar. Live from the Birmingham Racecourse Casino Studios, the next round, presented by Bud Light, is on now. Interesting quarterback room. Upgrade at receiver. Maybe the best receiving core Auburn's had in a long, long time. That with Justin Hokinson after LT tells us about Hempill. Yeah, make sure that HVAC unit ready to keep up with this changing weather in the 40s today. 205. Uh, we go to HempillServices.com. HempHillServices.com. Hard to stop a train. 205-229-2090. Adam, Chad, Andrew, the guys at Hemphill Services. They can hook you up right now. Trust the name Birmingham is trust since 1954 for all of your plumbing, heating, and cooling needs. HempHillServices.com. All right, Justin Hokinson with us. Auburn Live, part of On3 Sports. Uh, the fastest growing, at least last time I heard, fastest growing uh, website at On3 Sports. Uh, if not, I think Hoke needs to advertise that and say as declared by uh, the next round. What is up, Hoke? How are you? I'm good. How you guys doing? Doing awesome. Thanks a lot. A lot going on. Auburn started spring yesterday. And um, listen, you always default to quarterback just about any spring. And I don't anticipate that anything would happen at the top spot with Peyton Thorne coming out of this. But what do you think a depth chart might look like behind him at the end of spring practice? Um, yeah, that's, I think that's probably more interesting than, than Peyton Thorne in the spring. I mean, I I think Peyton Thorne has got room to get better for sure, but I, I think it's more intriguing who pushes Peyton Thorne, whether that's Holden Gurner, Hank Brown, who played well in the bowl game and, and, and Hugh Freeze thinks a lot of, and then Walker White's in there really talented, but a true freshman thrown into the mix. There's a big learning curve there. And so as good as he potentially could be. I'm not sure what you can expect. I think I think it's intriguing between Holden Gurner and Hank Brown, who steps up and maybe becomes the second best quarterback, and then can that guy get better spring, summer, and then can that guy push in the fall? Because once you get in the fall, the reps are so limited at quarterback, right? So whoever that two is is going to be sort of the guy splitting reps with Peyton, or not splitting, but getting more reps in the fall. So I think it's more interesting between Holden and Hank who steps up because for Holden it's kind of do or die like it's time for him to really take the steps and be the solid number two or not Hank Brown's a really good player too so I think that's sort of more intriguing and then of course you want to see how Peyton progresses and gets better with some continuity there but I think that battle at number two is is intriguing for a lot of reasons. You know, we had our friend uh, Aaron Suttles on last summer, and he was talking about Alabama kind of a preview, and he said, although he's never played in a college game, he said Caleb Downs might be the best player on this roster. Could you maybe make that argument with Cam Coleman? Um, yeah, I actually thought about that yesterday. Uh, I was sort of listing out maybe the top 20, 25 players on the roster, and I was like, where do you put Cam? I, I don't know that I could put him up there yet. Um, but he, I mean, after a game or two, that could change. Like we could go, okay, this dude's everything he, he showed in high school. It's translating over and he's an absolute impact player. I'm sort of one of those until I see it. I'm, I'm not going to say he's the best player. I still think somebody like Jalen McLeod, um, who's really good. Connor Lou could be fantastic. Um, he could be one of the best players. So I think Coleman's up there though. I mean, I think he's, 
He's going to, I think by the middle of the season, you could look at it and go, is he the absolute best player? Maybe, maybe not. Is he one of the most important players? Yeah, just because of the position and, and what he's going to bring to that receiver position. But man, he's a, he's a different dude. I mean, we saw him out there on Tuesday. We got a viewing session. And it's just, he's one of those guys you walk out there and you look at it and you go, all right, he's different. I mean, I don't even need to see a lot. You just, his height, his build, the way he moves, um, and you immediately see he's different. Um, and then, of course, you, you saw what he did in high school. So I wouldn't say he's the best player yet. I mean, he just started, but by the middle of the season, could we look out there and say Cam Coleman's the best player on the team? Would that shock me? No, wouldn't shock me. In your conversations with Hugh Freeze, uh, both on the microphone and off, um, how important was it was it for him to change the way that wide receiver room looked after year one? Oh, I mean, it's 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 huge. I mean, I remember him talking last year about the receiver position, especially in the SEC. I mean, the margin to get open to really create separation against SEC corners is hard. Even the great ones, like it, you know, it, 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 there's just not a lot. It takes something really special to really <clears throat> create enough separation. Um, and to be able to make plays and the quarterback deliver the football and complete passes downfield and that kind of stuff. And so um, I think reshaping that room was was everything. Cam Coleman's a big part of that. Robert Lewis from Georgia State's a guy that can get open. Perry Thompson, who's not there yet, will arrive in the summer, is a big physical uh, target. Of course, Rivaldo is. He comes back. So I think just, just to get some people in there that, one, either have the speed and agility to get open in the middle of the field, but to have a big – long receiver where I don't even I have to get some separation but the pass doesn't have to be perfect it can be a little high it can be a little to the outside um, but somebody like Cam Coleman or Perry Thompson can make a tough catch in traffic is everything in the SEC man it's huge um, especially if you're not going to have you know if you don't have a top 10 quarterback or an offensive line that's the best offensive line in the country like you got to create advantages and having those big receivers is is just massive in the SEC and hopefully that's what Cam Coleman is so it doesn't have to be a pinpoint perfect pass every time that's a guy that oh a pass is a little off but but Cam makes it look good or Perry Thompson makes it look good or Rivaldo Fairweather or somebody that can really create separation Justin Hokinson with us Auburn Live part of on three sports at underscore Jay Hokinson on Twitter is where you follow him uh most intriguing new assistant to you is who And I guess I should say why when you tell me who the most intriguing one is. I know you were big on Kent Austin and what you thought he might could do with those quarterbacks, but I don't want to put words yeah, in your mouth. I mean, you got what do you got? Durkin in. Charles Kelly's sort of been around, going to coach the safeties. Um, <clears throat> Derek Nix is intriguing, I guess, from the standpoint of he's got a long history of coaching running backs at Ole Miss. He just recently coached receivers there. So his resume is running backs, which is what he's going to do at Auburn. I think he's intriguing just because he is co-offensive coordinator, and I'm curious what to what extent is his role in coordinating the offense, to what extent is his role going to be in calling plays. He's never done that before. Um, he's been around offense, and I think he'll bring a lot to the table, but we also know that Hugh Freeze wants to take back over play calling. So uh, we talked to Hugh Freeze later today, and I think it'll be interesting – what is Derek Nix's role in game planning? What will his role be on on game days calling plays? Because DJ Durkin's coordinated a defense. He's coached linebackers before. A lot of those guys are sort of, but, but, but Nick's coordinating the offense or at least being a co-coordinator is sort of uh is sort of the new one. That's that's a guy that he's he's stepping into something he's never done before. I think he's prepared to do it, but he's never done a lot of that. So I think what exactly is his role? 
game planning and what exactly will his role be on Saturdays, I, I think is is really intriguing. I think the benefit there is he's been with Hugh Freeze before, so it should be a seamless transition terminology and concept-wise and what they're trying to accomplish. But I think what does Derek Nix bring to the table as a co-coordinator is, is interesting to me. And you mentioned Derek Nix as a running backs coach, too. With Jarquez coming back, I would assume he's obviously your favorite to lead this team in rushing if he stays healthy. But if I say Jarquez is not going to be your leading rusher, someone else is, who would that guy be? Oh, man. I would lean Damari Austin. If, you know, Damari Austin's a really good player. He got hurt last year in the A&M game and missed a few games and, and, and kind of got out of sorts a little bit. Um, Jeremiah Cobb's really interesting, too. He's a guy that when he was in last year, he flashed. But he, Jeremiah Cobb was a guy that would have a good game and flash, and then he'd disappear for two or three games. Not necessarily his own fault. He just he wouldn't be a part of the game plan or get carries. Jeremiah Cobb's got, in terms of ceiling, his ceiling is the highest. It's higher than, than Jarquez. It's higher than Damari. Jeremiah Cobb's got real, real special talent. And I'm curious to see if, if a light switch comes on with him. Does he take a big jump and push somebody like Damari or, or, or Batty? Does he push for the number two spot spring, summer, come next fall? Is Jeremiah Cobb all of a sudden a guy that you, you he's got to get touches every game no matter what? Um, I think he could be. So right now I would lean Damari Austin just because of experience. But Jeremiah Cobb is one to watch. What kind of jump can he make? Because he's got great vision. He's got great speed. He can catch the ball out of the backfield. He's got a lot to offer. It's just, does he pick up blitzes? Does he, does he not miss assignments? And that kind of stuff that makes him trustworthy to be, to be put on the field. Speaking of big jumps, um, Hugh Freeze is recruiting his way out of a roster deficit. Um, but he can't do it in one class. And we yeah. know the five stars that have come in at receiver and some of the other great players that have come in. Which unit has to really improve in these 15 practices that maybe they just haven't recruited their way out of yet, that that unit just has to get better with the guys they have on campus and uh, that'll be key to them having a good year. Which unit are you watching that has to get better right now? I think it's the defensive line. Um, you know, Marcus Harris was fantastic last year. He's gone. <clears throat> and so th- that's the position where I'm looking at and you go, okay, you, you brought in Trill Carter from Texas, Gage Keys from Kansas, um, Gage Keys wasn't super productive, but he's got a great frame, great potential. You feel like he could be a good fit in the system. You got somebody like Bobby Travis that's, that's coming back from that you got from Juco last year. Darren Reed is a really talented player that played a little bit last year. Um, and so Jason Jones is coming back. He's a guy that you rely on to be sort of an anchor. But I, right now, I don't see a stud at defensive line. I see some potential, and I see there's some there's some bodies. I think depth wise. They'll be okay in terms of throwing bodies out there, but do you have a difference maker like Marcus Harris was? Um, that's sort of what I'm looking for. I think I think the secondary's got a lot of good young talent. You've got Asante and Keys coming back at linebacker. I would maybe go receiver as well as that position that's got to step up, but I think there's some potential there. But defensive line, you win in the trenches in the SEC, and that defensive line is sort of where I'm looking at. Does somebody step up, and can somebody be a stud? And if not do you have three or three or four guys that are all pretty good that contribute that when rotated can be productive so that's kind of the position that I'm looking at as they got to make strides because if you're not solid in, in the defensive line you're struggling all right here's Justin Hokinson and as he said Hugh Freeze talks to the media today so Hoke will have some reaction to that at underscore Jay Hokinson and Auburn live part of on three sports uh, to see what the Auburn coach says after a couple of days of spring there and what he has seen Hoke thank you very much for the time man enjoy it all right. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. All right, buddy. Take care. Hope with us on the Johnston RV Center.com hotline. A, remember, uh, a reminder that Johnston RV, 
Uh, today is the final day of February, and Johnston RV is uh, giving you a chance to still get RV show pricing uh, even today, even though the RV show is long over in Birmingham, you can still get RV show pricing. I-65 exit 304 in Coleman, 334 indicator, and always online, johnstonrvcenter.com. Now, don't forget um, the great discount they give to our active duty and retired military personnel. We talked about it uh, earlier uh, with the passing of Tim's father, a great American hero who served us uh, in Vietnam. Listen, uh, at John Star Center, you know how we feel on this show about the men and women in the military and those who have served. They feel the same way at Johnston RV. They give you a great discount. Just ask them when you're there. Whether you're retired or active duty, great discount to go see this great country of ours that you have helped defend uh, there in an RV from Johnston RV Center. I-65, exit 304 in Coleman, 334 indicator, and always online at johnstonrvcenter.com. This seems like an eternity away, but it will get here before you know it. We have the lineup for SEC Media Days already. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Can you believe that? And here we, it is. We, don't, we won't know players yet, but Scott is showing you the coaches lineup, at least. We know the schools and the coaches. Players will be announced much so later. So almost five months away. Yeah, isn't that nuts? July 15th in Dallas this year. Don't forget. Day one, Brian Kelly, Lane Kiffin, Shane Beamer, Clark Lee on a Monday. Day two, the Tuesday is Kirby Smart, Eli Drinkwitz, Brent Venables, Josh Heupel. Day four, Alabama's Kalen DeBoer, Florida's Billy Napier, Jeff Levy from State and Texas, Steve Sarkeesian. And then day four, Thursday, Sam Pittman, Hugh Freeze, Mark Stoops, and Mike Elko. That's your lineup. Give me your top three most difficult to talk to. What are you grimacing about that? Uh, my, my first thought is that um, they've kept Alabama it was in the same Alabama. spot. Alabama's sort of usually the third day, right? Third day. Uh, Nick Saban has always been morning session third day as long as I can remember. And Auburn, Scott will have to correct me on this because I know he's been to a lot, but I seem to remember Auburn always anchoring that last day. Yeah, that getaway day. I don't think so. I don't think Auburn's usually the getaway Am day. Am I wrong about that, Scott? I always thought Auburn was like day two. Uh, I think they bounce around. I know? don't know that it's been consistently one place, but they have definitely been on that last day. They've been on the I getaway mean, day before? Yeah, I can't ever recall Alabama on the getaway. No, I think that, yeah. uh, Scott, do, am I right about that? Do I remember Saban early on day three has been his spot for years? Yeah, absolutely. That's uh, it's kind of their, their I, niche. I don't, I don't know why they do that, but early day three has been where Alabama has been okay, a we're, lot. We're in Dallas, so you got Alabama and Texas on the same day. That's a pretty good day. Yeah, Wednesday's so a big day. Where's where's the bigger crowd? Where does it revolve around? Anyway, I think there's going to be three coaches that are going to be difficult to get to. I think the others are going to be very accessible. Um, you think Sark? Yep. You think Sark now that he's had a little success. Kirby now that Kirby, he's had a lot of success. Yeah. yeah, And Kiffin. No, I would go Brian Kelly. Yeah, I was going to say Brian Kelly. Yeah. Well, your love for Brian Kelly is to the roof. Lane Kiffin's just How good does, television. <laughs> it's just good television. How Lane does Kiffin, it... Uh, Kiffin's hoping a couple of chicks see him on TV. How how does that like show my love for Kelly? Well, he, to say he he's included be? Sark in the group, yeah, yeah. but in every conversation, I mean, where does LSU deserve to be in the conversation? No, that's top- kind of that's kind of a dick topic being inaccessible to the media. Yeah. That's oh, what inaccessible. Yeah, I that's thought what he's biggest saying. crowd around. No, no, no. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, no. okay, okay. I misunderstood the question. Yeah, yeah. I was talking about the biggest crowd around them. I thought it would be Kirby, would be Sark, and would be Lane Kiffin because of the storylines. That's where I was going. The biggest storylines. Can I see the list again? If I can, this is uh, SEC Media Days coming up 
is it July, the week of July 17th. I know that out in Dallas and we look forward to being out there. We'll be at the, uh, the Omni hotel mm-hmm. there in Dallas is where this will take nice place. Hotel. Uh, it really is with spacious ballroom access. So we look forward to being out there, but when you look at the list, uh, and see how they're all laid out, um, Brian Kelly, Lane Kiffin, Shane Beamer, Clark Lee, I wonder if that Monday we'll start at noon again, like we always do with the state of the conference or 11 a.m. And now yeah, with four coaches, yeah. it goes goes really deep into the you, night. You know, I'm a little surprised. I thought this thing might go to five days with the added schools, yeah. uh, with going to 16 schools because of, like you said, you've got Greg Sankey. You've you've got some other things they do. I really thought they might stretch this thing to a full week. I'm glad we kept it at, at four I, days. Trust me, I am too. Yeah. We look forward to being out there for the coverage. Um, day two, Kirby, Eli, Brent, and Josh. Um, Oklahoma, I guess, has a big following in the state of Texas and Dallas, but uh, Georgia, of course, got a you know national draw. But that's a that's the weaker of the days for me. Is that, day two. I feel like they give you a headliner and an also ran every day, though. I mean, I know they wouldn't say that. Yeah, but they really do. An A, an A, and a B. Uh, yeah, they and now I mean, with the new state of the conference, they can give you multiple A's on yeah. one day, and then they'll give you some B's. Yeah, interesting. SEC Media Day is not far away, coming up in mid July out in Dallas. We look forward to continuing our road coverage there. When it comes to college football, when we come back, we will we'll, uh, talk more football and what we learned yesterday from Kane Womack, the Alabama defensive coordinator, and we'll do four downs in the next segment on the show that's being brought to you by. Our friends at Storm Restoration Roofing, it's Greg from Pell City. You know the guy, right? Greg from Pell City, the guy who's been for a long time helping you with your roof. Whether it's just the free no-cost roof inspection where he gets up there and tells you if you've got any roof problem at all, 205-542-3531. 205-542-3531 for the free no-cost roof inspection. What you can find out in that free no-cost roof inspection, loose shingle can cause you water entry problems or anything else up there. He'll take care of it for you. Uh, look him up on Facebook, Greg from Pell City. Replace his roof if it's aged out, or you absolutely uh, can do storm damage with Greg as well. A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. Works great with insurance companies. 205-542-3531 or storm restoration roofing with Greg from Pell City. Take the next round anywhere you go with official Next Round gear. Buy yours today at nextround.store. It's that time of year again. The Legacy Swap and Drop promotion is back. It's bigger than ever. Swap your current auto loan or RV loan to Legacy and drop your interest rate and monthly payment. Don't miss out on this opportunity to save big with our friends at Legacy Credit Union. Not a member yet? That's okay. You too can save by becoming a member today. Head over to SwapAndDrop.com. Apply in minutes. That's SwapAndDrop.com. Or visit one of their nine greater Birmingham area branches. Limited time offer. Terms and conditions may apply. See Credit Union for details. Federally insured by the NCUA. Let me introduce you to the new line of Red Wing Athletic Work Shoes. This great new line is perfect for the industrial athlete, the guy who is working on concrete or running through the warehouse all day long. Red Wing Athletics use the same technology found in a running shoe with soft mesh uppers, a lightweight aluminum toe for protection, and non-slip soles. This shoe is a winner. This comfortable new line of safety shoes are perfect for warehousing and light manufacturing. Plus, the colors look great. Stop by your local Red Wing Shoe store, have your feet measured, and test drive a new pair of Red Wing Athletic Work Shoes. 
There are so many things I love about walk-ons. Authentic, mouth-watering Louisiana cuisine prepared fresh daily from scratch. A great beer selection and TVs everywhere to watch the big game every day of the week. And of course, they've got two great locations on Highway 280 and 119 and at Hoover near the Hoover Met. Walk-ons is also a great place for happy hour. Two to six Monday through Friday with $5 moonshine swirls, $5 house pours, and half-price appetizers. And it's an easy take-home experience for the family as well. Highway 280 and Hoover with walk-ons. Did you know that colon cancer is the second leading cause of cancer deaths in America and that it affects men and women equally? If you're older than 45, Rump Shaker encourages you to talk to your doctor about screening options that are available. Colon cancer is preventable, treatable, and beatable, but early detection is the key. For more information, please visit us. Go to rumpshakerinc.org. Also, 6th Annual Rump Shaker 5K coming up Saturday, March 23rd at Regents Field. You can register online, rumpshakerinc.org. Hey, for all of your IT and printing needs, reach out to our friends at Xerox Business Solutions. Look, I'm still one of those old school guys. I print my notes every single day for the show. If you watch the show here on the next round, you see all the notes in front of me. From day one, Xerox Business Solutions, they've been with us here at the next round. Local for over 45 years. For all of your IT and printing needs, visit XeroxBusinessSolutions.com or call 205-969-3000. That's 205-969-3000. You gotta look your best to play your best. And our friends at Bandwagon can help your team find the perfect uniforms for that upcoming season. Bandwagon is with you every step of the way, from developing your team logo design to choosing from their multitude of samples. You name the sport, they can make it happen. To get your uniform journey started, you can shoot them a message on any social media platform or check out their website, bandwagonsports.com. That's bandwagonsports.com. Next round, listeners, it's time to jump on the bandwagon. Back with you on the next round. Uh, more on our, our trip yesterday to Tuscaloosa and what we uh, what we talked about with the guys, the coaches at Alabama, and some follow-up that we didn't have time to do yesterday. And four downs in this segment being brought to you in part by our friends at Redmond Vodka LT. Uh, eight times distilled, gluten-free. Pick up a bottle today, locally owned and operated. Charles Barkley, one of the great faces behind it, available in 22 states. If you're at a local bar or restaurant, ask for it by name. If they don't have it, tell them to get it. It is Redmont Vodka. More on the great uh, Tennessee win over Auburn last night and Alabama's win over Ole Miss in the big game coming up. Alabama and Tennessee for first place on Saturday with Dallin Cuff. That's coming up at the top of the hour. Uh, the ESPN analyst will be back with us uh, at the top of the hour. Uh, but right now, Rockstar, if you can give me cut number eight. Um, I, th- I think a lot of people caught on to, to this yesterday and had some thoughts about this. And I want to let you listen again, guys, and then you guys talk about uh, the relationship between defensive coordinator Kane Womack and Nick Saban and uh, your thoughts on what Nick Saban is providing for what used to be his program in helping the new coaching staff. Here is Kane Womack on our set yesterday inside the football athletic complex. I, I was there at the uh, signing day event, uh, and you joked about how nervous you were going to be with you were going to teach, basically install your defense <laughs> with Nick Saban. Has yeah. that happened yet? It, it has happened. In fact, the uh, our our second in-person meeting happened again this morning so uh so we're ripping and running through some of the were you late all and all those things i was promptly early <laughs> um, you know he uh 
No, I, I, I certainly, uh, you know, I, I, I was, I told my wife I was like cramming for a final the night before, making sure that I, all my cutups and everything was ready to go for that meeting. But uh, coach has been awesome. I mean, he, he really, um, he's been helpful. He's uh, honest. You know, um, gives gives me his real thoughts. I ask him real questions. I want to know this team, right? I want to know what he envisioned, what he built from a defensive perspective, obviously, um, and 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 how to best kind of, you know, take what was done the last 17 years and how they've evolved over 17 years to the point they are now and how we best need to make that transition from a defensive scheme. You know, uh, there's a ton of carryover in what we do and what Coach Saban has done. You know, my dad was a longtime defensive coordinator in the SEC. Dave Womack had great defenses, was kind of one of the originators of the 4-2-5 defense. Right. But we are a little bit more of a a three four nickel defense. Um, that's really what Coach Saban has been the last few years, where they're able to move in and out of four down um, and three four. And so there's a lot of carryover. But I want to make sure that I kind of minimize, uh, you know, some of the things that our players are going to have to learn, so that I can you know understand their verbiage as well. Yeah, I think that was the the thing that was music to the ears of Alabama fans was. Uh, because Kane and his dad have a reputation of the four-two-five, which you know the three-four nickel can can turn in is, is basically sometimes a four-two-five. You know you don't want to get too complicated, but we're what we do is a lot like Nick Saban has done here in the past, which is what Kirby Smart and Nick Saban did in the early years at Alabama. I think that was music to Alabama fans' ears, and also the fact that Nick is still there with Kane breaking down film. I that was my biggest takeaway when you went and hosted the signing day deal with all the coaches. Well, there were two takeaways. I'm Ryan Grubb, and I'm your offensive coordinator. Um, good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. That's, that was takeaway number one. That was most people's takeaway. My biggest takeaway, though, was uh, Kane Womack saying that that like um, Nick Saban is learning my defense, so he knows the terminology, so that when he and I sit down, we can better communicate about it. And I was like, wow, that's, that's pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah, for a guy that just retired. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but to know that he was going to be that involved, that he would sit down with an assistant and say, okay, let's go through this. And yeah, you I teach wanna, me your words so that I can. That's right. I, I want to know your terminology so we can maximize the time we've got together so I can better communicate with you right. when I'm in there. I'm here in a foreign country, but I want right. to learn your language yeah. so that we can communicate. I mean, and that that was their second meeting already that's in right. person. Yeah, I mean, and what, Kane, were they month, six weeks into the job? And yeah. that Kane had just walked in from that meeting with Nick Saban yesterday, the second meeting, in to do the interview with us. That's exactly where he had just come from, hanging out with Nick Saban, who's got his office and film room set up over at Bryant-Denny Stadium now, where you know Nick can break down tapes for his NFL draft work coming up, but also for his game day, he'll be able to drive from his Lake Tuscaloosa home into the office. And he's got all the technology set up in his office at Brian Denny that he had as the Alabama head coach for his ESPN broadcasting world. He'll have the same access to the tapes that he had as a head coach. Well, and this is he's also going to be breaking down Alabama game tape and Alabama practice tape to help the coaching staff. Well, and I think that is going to be uh, something that is going to be um, make Alabama fans relax a little bit more. I mean, Kane has been a defensive guy his entire life. Obviously, his father, a former defensive coordinator for years and years and years. But the one thing about Alabama, you know, from when Kirby left, it didn't matter who the guy was taking over the defenses from Jeremy Pruitt to Pete Golding to Kevin Steele. You still knew it was Nick Saban's defense. Now you get an offensive guy coming in and Kalen DeBoer, 
And although you lose Ryan Grubb, you still feel pretty confident that Kalen DeBoer's fingerprints are going to be all over that offense. The one really unknown with this new regime is going to be on the defensive side of the ball where you could always trust yep. that Nick Saban was there. But for Nick Saban to have his fingerprints possibly on this defense, at least in some capacity, um, that's got to make Alabama fans feel a little bit better. I mean, just imagine, though, if you're Kalen DeBoer, and you're, or excuse me, if you're uh, Kane Womack, and you're sitting there and you say, um, okay, on this play, I'm going to need this guy at this position to do this, and Nick Saban says he can't do that. Yeah. I mean, that's when you say, okay, if Nick Saban says he can't do it, i, I got to find another plan here. Or... I need a guy that could do this or this. Was, oh, you need to look at this guy right here. He's yeah. got the skill set that can handle that. I mean, Nick Saban recruited the, That's what Kane is saying. He's like, he recruited these guys. He was building this defense. He knows their strengths and their weaknesses. Why would I not lean on that? Well, yeah. and, and the 3-4 to the 4-3 is only a linebacker coming up and putting his hand on the ground, right? Alabama's had guys that have done that in the past already or a safety who comes down and uh, plays a rover as a linebacker. They've had the, you know... Uh, Jordan Battle, they've had Mika Fitzpatrick, guys who could play multiple roles. Caleb Downs could do it last year. There are players that could do it. These, these are all nuances of defense that Alabama's personnel flow in and out of pretty easily. Well, and Daniel made a point, point. the chat's going extremely quick here, and Brown, maybe you can pull it back, talking about the terminology and how difficult it was on some players that Aaron Suttles has brought this up before, yep. the terminology from Nick Saban. We had this conversation with somebody yesterday about how you didn't necessarily think a guy was really that good in Tuscaloosa that looked lost and got beat a lot. But once they went to the NFL, when things got easier, yeah. you know, they could focus more on, okay, this is what I've got to do. I've actually got to just cover this guy. And I don't have to worry about how complex this defense is. And so, not to say it's dumbed down, but you wonder if it's easier for these guys to understand. Yeah, Daniel mentions the terminology, which at times was thought that that was, could be an issue for some of the players. Crippling for some because they couldn't mentally yeah. grasp it. And, and Royal Payne says, remember when Jeremy Pruitt was the guy that convinced Saban it was too complicated. That's right. let, let me dumb it down a little bit, and they had great success doing that. Because we've got great athletes, yeah. so let's don't uh, hinder them by them having to think. Javier Arenas told me early in the Saban and Kirby Smart time, that when, and this is why a guy like Gus Malzahn, who always had such great eye candy, Jimbo Fisher, uh, could be could be a headache, is that when a guy would go in motion from one side of the field all the way through, Javier Arenas told me one time that every time he passed a certain zone, that our responsibilities, every position changed. Yeah. Boom. Different. Yeah. Different. Yeah. Different. Different. It's hard to get 11 people on the same page when you got to have 11 people reading that exactly the same way. And that was really before guys would go in motion and you know, cut right. back like that, right? right? Imagine now what that does to put you in conflict. Yes. Yeah. So, I don't know. That's fa- I'm with Lance. I'm fascinated more about Kane Womack and the defensive side of the ball than I am the offense. I've seen what, you know... Not that I haven't seen what Kane could do defensively. He's been a good defensive coach, but I've seen on an elite high level what Kalen DeBoer's offense has done. Um, I mean, the whole thing's fascinating to me. I don't know why I'm trying to single one out. It's, it's, a, it's, it's a fascinating changeover. You can get all of our content, if you missed it yesterday, on our platform uh, over on YouTube and everywhere else you get podcasts, including Spotify and Apple. Uh, multiple screens there as we talked with Kalen DeBoer on the top. Over on the uh, right side is Kane Walmack setting down and the younger guy in the crimson and gray. The bottom left, that is Nick Sheridan. He is your offensive coordinator. All of that is up. Uh, those interviews and uh, soon to come, uh, Little T went on a special tour uh, with the crew around uh, the Alabama facilities. You'll get that out and about uh, maybe sometime today. You can keep that and uh, like and subscribe wherever you pull up our stuff today. 
uh, at Next Round Live on any social media platform at Next Round Live. Remember, subscribe, like, follow, and give us the thumbs up. We appreciate that uh, so much. All right, it is time now for Four Downs. Rockstar gives us that. Every Thursday, a little uh, unique non-sports look is brought to you by Slice, which gives you a wonderful lunch every day. Uh, Yeah, you can get that Slice and a salad right now at the four locations of Slice Pizza and Brew. That is the original in Lakeview, Vestavia, Montevallo, Crestline Park, coming soon to Homewood. Local pizza, local ingredients. Get and see the Majaya Brothers. Tell them the next round sent you to check out that full menu right now and to see the great carryout options as well. Go to SliceBirmingham.com. First down. You are in a room with 100 random people. You have to be better than all of them at something to win $1 million. What are you doing? Oh, man, I think I've got three things that I could actually take down any 100 people in. I would start first with my celebrity birthdays. At least the age of celebrities. Yeah, you're really good at that. Yeah, especially if they gave you the three year window yeah. like we do. I, I think you'd be hard I, to beat. Feel confident to that. Pictures of random like character actors throughout the last four or five decades in film and television. Yeah, you're good at that. And then I think 80s music. I think, you know, the year, uh, the song, and the artist. I think I'd be really good at that. So I would feel good. One of those three, I could win a million bucks. Uh, People who have ever been in my kitchen. uh, (laughs) No, uh, for me, it would be defunct USA sports franchises. Yeah, you are good at that. Yeah. The name of those franchises. Yeah, Dunaway can give you like uh, like the Birmingham Bulls. Yeah, before that were the Toronto Toros of the WHA. The Sacramento no Surge uh, was a former team in the World Football League back in the seventies. It was the Southern California Sun. It was the Hawaiian Rainbow. Um, the Arizona Wranglers of the early days. Can you days give me the, the, the Clippers start to finish? Uh, they were the they were in. Buffalo, San Diego, Los Angeles. Buffalo Braves, Los Ange- uh, San Diego Clippers, Los Angeles Clippers. I think that's right. Yep. Yep. The I, Kings? Ooh, the Kings are a little tougher for me. The question is, were they somewhere before they were the Kansas City Omaha Kings? Um, and I don't know them before Kansas City Omaha, but they shared games but in Kansas City and Omaha split schedule it was the Kansas City Omaha Kings and then they went to Sacramento that might be right I was just throwing it out yeah there. so you don't even know yeah no. uh, mine would either be I'd take a crack that I'm the only one of the hundred that knows all 50 state capitals or it's a tough one because a lot of people learn that I mean I, I can't do it but a lot of kids learn that do you know New, New Hampshire he has, to do, he has to do the song. <laughs> no, no, that's the uh, that's the ones in order when you do the song. Yeah. Uh, uh, the no, current Colorado Avalanche was the uh, Winnipeg Jets. Well, sorry. I'm just asking you no, one. New Concord. Hampshire. Okay. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. What was that? I'm Concord sorry. is New Hampshire. Concord, New Hampshire. Concord is yeah. New Hampshire. What is... Um, God, which one is the tough one? South Dakota. We talked a lot about South Pierre. Dakota, yeah. See, I never get Pierre. Yeah, the tougher ones are actually like some of the smaller cities, like Kentucky. A lot of people, if you don't grow up in the South, Frankfurt is the state capital of Kentucky. You would think Lexington, maybe. Yeah, and I would think a lot of people Um, probably don't realize Montgomery if you're outside of the state of Alabama. But Uh, you wonder, it depends on the age of these people, too. If you get really young people, you might have some people fresh off of learning their capitals. And you do get a few like Washington, the state of Washington. A lot of people don't think of Olympia. 
uh, Illinois as Springfield. A lot of people don't think of Springfield. Missouri's Jefferson City. A lot of people don't think of that. Even California, nobody thinks of Sacramento. Sacramento yeah. See, South, I'll be honest with you, South Dakota, I think I would have missed that in a multiple choice right now. Uh, Pierre? Yeah, if you'd have put those four up on the screen for me, A, B, C, D. Wow. That's a tough one. I mean, there are a few that are tough out there, but then there are some that are super obvious, too. But either that or, and this is a random one, like all the Iron Bowl winners over the last 40 years. Oof. I mean, I, I think probably in a room of 100 people, there's not a lot that could get that one right. If you go consecutively. Sorry. Second down. That's right. Cincinnati Royals were there before in the NBA. They, they went to Kansas City, Omaha. Go ahead. Uh, what did everyone have 25 years ago, 1999, that really nobody has now? Oh, this is easy. Blockbuster membership. <laughs> That's a good one. It's a worn-out card. I yeah. have the card. Do you have the plastic card? Oh, yeah. yeah. Or, or like just a, a piece of cloth. Yeah. Or just a VHS. Yeah. Like, like I've still, and this is going to shock you guys, I think I've got like three DVD players still at the house. But no. I don't know if I've got a VHS player. VHS was... Um, in 1999, right? Where I would record that, Thursday that was, night shows. Oh, yeah. That was yeah. the transition, though, because yeah. I got my first DVD player, I think, in 2000. Yeah, for me, it would be the uh, phone at home. Like, Online. I do not have that anymore. It's uh, it's all we don't have. You a, don't have we don't have a home number. TV VCR combo. Those things are badass. Uh, I had built a, in. I had a small TV VCR. Oh yeah, combo that I used to record the shows. Yeah. And I would watch it on a different television. But the oh, that was your one, recording machine. Yeah, this is yeah. this is, tells you a lot about my personality. Is I was always afraid that Maggie, or the roommates before that, or people who were spending the night would screw up my recording that I would do every day because I got to had to get my mad about you on. Uh, so oh, I'd, I'd record it in a separate area in my room where nobody can mess it up. I, I remember. So I was watching TV the other night. And I was like, damn, I wish my TV was bigger. Like, I don't think you can have too big, but I do remember having that dual. I remember me and Bethany back in the day, like in college, laying on a floor with the, it was probably like an eight inch TV with the VHS. We would go rent movies and lay on the floor and watch on an eight inch TV with the worst sound ever. And I didn't think anything. Oh, no, you loved it. I loved every minute. That's all you know. It was about this tall. Yeah. About this wide. And it slid right in the bottom of my head. Silver one. Uh, Mine was black. I, my answer to this, I'm going to contradict, but a checkbook. Is my answer, but we actually have a checkbook at the house only because for some reason there are school things that have to be paid by a check. I do not understand it this day and age. Yeah, paper trail. I don't know. A physical I, paper trail. I, I don't understand it, but there, we have one checkbook so my wife can they maybe probably like, want to see that address to make sure your kid's not from so, outside the district. Maybe so, but maybe like, and it's like five times a year, my wife has to write five checks to our school. Uh, for something. And that's the only reason we have a checkbook. It's the only time it ever gets used. I think the only reason we have it is so that I can go and pull it out of the top right-hand drawer so I can fill out a form like our new direct deposit. See your like, routing number? Yeah. yeah. Mine was also the family desktop. Like, you had, like, I'm going to play it. Like, now everybody has their yeah. laptop or iPad or something like that. But it was, like, where Dad has to do his work. That's right. I, after that, I'm going to get online and talk to my friends because we have the family desktop. I went, I went into both my kids' rooms the other night, and both of them have that. And they both have laptops too. And I was like, "Why?" I didn't know they both still had like desktops and they're like gaming. They play games yeah. on their desktops. Third down. What profession gets the most hate for just doing their job? Mine was a uh, missing baggage claim. Missing bag. Can you imagine the amount you get yelled oh, at just uh, for doing your job? Yeah. Cops. I mean, you know, we rely a lot on police officers. And, you know, Tim Melton talking about his late father. And I was talking to Tim. You know, my brother, uh, Reed's brother, 
was um, Birmingham cop for over a decade. And look, in like in every profession, there's there's good and there's bad. But cops, there's no respect for police officers. Yeah, basketball referees. I thought uh, I didn't like the job they did in Knoxville or Oxford last night. But I know it's a hard job. But I didn't like either one of yeah. those. Patrick's at my meteorologist. I mean, they, there's like five days a year where they've got to really get something I'm, right, I'm and they get killed if get they miss it. Yeah. I want you to get. It wrong I want so you to get it wrong so I can kill you. I mean, like, you're, you're a meteorologist of the Deep South. 90% of the time, it's pretty easy. Well, the other one for me that I've experienced is being a cashier or something like that, working at a theater when somebody, you're behind the concession stand, somebody says, I want Reese's Pieces and a Coke. That'd be $15. Are you kidding me? I, I, yeah, that, I made the prices right here. Sir, right? I'm making $6 yeah. an hour. I, 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 I just came up with the price in my head. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, rental cars. Every time I go to oh, rent a car, yeah. which is not a lot, there is somebody before, after, next to me. They are bitching and complaining about That's something. Right. Yep. Yep. Got to do one more, guys. All right. Fourth down. You can select one superhero to be real and protect the city of Birmingham. Who are you choosing? I might just do Batman. He'd be in about town. He's not really a superhero. He's, he's got yeah. his arms I mean, it's a guy you could do a shot with. But no, you don't know Batman. You he might bang your girlfriend. <laughs> you, you, if, if that's true, you don't know Bruce Wayne is Batman. Uh, I'm still going to go with Batman. I don't know. You see the bat, like you're out on a Friday night, and you're like, oh, damn, shit's going down. <laughs> it bats out. The, the thing's always on. You live in a city where the bat's always out? <laughs> Superman. I'd go Superman because I don't think we have a lot of kryptonite around here. And other than that, that's the only thing that can knock him down, man. Yeah, Chris is right. He better be bulletproof. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, I was asking this to them in the uh, Somebody said Saban. room earlier yesterday, and uh, both, I think Tyler and Kelsey both said Iron Man. What? That goes with the history of Birmingham. Well, also the billion, no, with the, just the billionaire guy that can invent things. And yeah, well, he'd be the richest guy in state too, yeah. right? We did. Laura's right. We had an old Batman in downtown Birmingham that passed. If you remember, he had the Batmobile yeah. and he'd go around. Oh, I thought that was so cool as a I kid. Know, I know. God rest his and soul. See him roll through Burger King all the time. He yeah. wasn't the same guy that had all the pennies on his car, right? I don't think I don't so. It was an guy. actual Batmobile. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There was a guy in town that I thought played the role of a superhero rolling around, and he had. I think glued pennies to his entire uh, maybe. car. Maybe. I remember seeing that car. It was at World of Wheels a few times, but I did see it a couple of times him rolling through Burger King. You think Bruce Wayne would eat a Burger King? He is the king. Yeah, of course he does. And he's going to be a reward. He gets some too. of those chicken fries. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that is four downs today, brought to you by our friends at Slice. We appreciate those folks so much, just like we do New York Butcher Shop. A great place to slide in there right now and get steaks for the weekend. Uh, absolutely. I'm planning on doing that uh, on tomorrow night. Uh, stop by the New York Butcher Shop. Pick up the finest and certified Angus Prime beef steaks, burgers, premium pork chops, ribs, all-natural chicken cut to order just for you. Their chef-prepared entrees, side dishes, perfect dinner-to-go choice for you and your family, ready to eat at home. Don't forget the huge deli sandwiches and catering options for your next business lunch meeting with a great selection of fine wines and desserts. New York Butcher Shop, one-stop dinner shop, two locations, Cabo Heights, and on Highway 119 in Greystone, the New York Butcher Shop, rare quality, well-done service. Call the next round now at 205-734-0923. 
Ready to swap from your current auto or RV loan provider and drop your interest rate? Now is your chance. With Legacy Credit Union's annual swap and drop promotion, you can swap your current loan and save with Legacy in minutes. Whether you're a member or a potential member, Legacy Credit Union is here to help you drive into savings. Go online to swapanddrop.com or visit one of their nine locations to take advantage of this incredible offer. Limited time offer terms and conditions may apply. See Credit Union for details. Federally insured by the NCUA. This hour of the next round is presented by the Birmingham Racecourse Casino. Now featuring seven days of giveaways with your chance to win a share of up to $125,000. The more you visit the Birmingham Racecourse Casino, the more chances you have to win. Hey, there's nothing worse than waking up to a plumbing problem. Don't get caught in a flooded house. Call the guys at Hemphill Services. Adam, Chad, and the team at Hemphill are the only ones I trust to fix it and fix it right the first time. Hemphill Services does it right and always at a fair price. For all of your plumbing, cooling, and heating needs, trust the name that Birmingham has trusted since 1954. That is Hemphill Services. Call now, 205-229-2090. That's 205-229-2090. Sports fans, Alabama State Senate will soon decide if you get the right to vote on a lottery, casinos, and sports betting. But they need to hear from you. Did you know Alabama is one of only 12 states where you can't legally bet on sports? House Bill 151 allows you to choose whether you can place a bet on the big game this weekend. Call your state senator today. Tell them to vote yes on the lottery and gaming bill. For more information, go to sportsbettingalliance.org. It's paid for by the Sports Betting Alliance. Again, sportsbettingalliance.org. Stop by the New York Butcher Shop and pick up the finest in certified Angus Prime Beef steaks and burgers, premium pork chops, ribs, and all-natural chicken cut to order just for you. Their chef-prepared entrees and side dishes are the perfect dinner-to-go choice for your family and are ready to heat at home. With a great selection of fine wines and desserts, the New York Butcher Shop is your one-stop dinner shop. Two locations to serve you, Cahaba Heights and on Highway 119 in Greystone, the New York Butcher Shop. Rare quality, well-done service. Hey, Lance Taylor from the next round to tell you about my friends at Michelson Laser Vision, located conveniently UAB Highlands. Almost 20 years ago, I went in for the procedure. Only took 12 minutes for both eyes. When I went in, I had 2200 vision. I was legally blind. Now I have 2015 vision, still 19 years later. Make the call today. Schedule a hassle-free consultation. 969-8100. Dr. Mark Michelson, Dr. Jen Michelson, Michelson Laser Vision. Make sure you tell them the next round sent you. 969-8100 or Michelson laservision.com. Take TNR on the go with a podcast built for your satisfaction. Miss Hour 1, find it in podcast form. Miss Hour 2, stream it now. Miss Hour 3, download it for later. Miss Hour 4, we'll just know it's never coming back. Listen to TNR wherever you find podcasts. Back to basketball at the top of the hour. When Dallin Cuff joins us from ESPN to talk about the big game Saturday, 7 o'clock at night. But game day is there Saturday at Coleman Coliseum for Alabama and Tennessee. The winner takes over first place. Betting line will be what, LT, for that one? I would say that Alabama is going to be a favorite. Yeah. Yeah, I think Alabama's two and a half. Which, when you factor in road and college basketball, is pretty much toss-up. I mean, would you say that? Which is weird. Well, if this game was in Tennessee, I think Tennessee's probably... Uh, they played probably, it once. Yeah, it was a 40-point game yeah. last time they played it. 20, they, I think. Yeah, yeah probably eight-point favorites. Yeah. So, uh, Bama favorite. 
coming up on Saturday. LT believes that's how the number will come out. We'll talk to Dallin Cuff about that. Uh, combine starting today at the NFL. Uh, D lineman and linebackers on the field this afternoon. By the way, keep an eye out this weekend for uh, Penn State's Chop Robinson, big guy there. They expect him to run an actual 4-4-40, even with his big size there. Uh, big opportunity right now in the state of Alabama with the Sports Betting Alliance. Uh, now's the time. You're running out of time to make your voice heard. All a lot of people are asking for is a chance to vote, LT. Let it Just let the people vote. That's Get it out of committee, man. I mean, look, this is a democracy, right? You work hard for your money. You want to spend it. You want to be able to wager legally here in state. This is the way to do it. I'm going to give you the number again, 334-261-0800. The Alabama State Senate will soon decide if you get the right to vote on a lottery, casinos, and sports betting. But they need to hear from you. Did you know Alabama one of only 12 states where you can't legally bet on sports? House Bill 151 allows you to choose whether you can place a bet on the big game this weekend. Call your state senator today. Tell them to vote yes on the lottery and gaming bill. For more information, go to sportsbettingalliance.org. Paid for by the Sports Betting Alliance, sportsbettingalliance.org. Or call right now, 334-261-0800. 334-261-0800, right? 261-0800. All right, so that's the number to call there. Um, elsewhere in basketball, uh, last night UAB loses to Wichita State. Sanford rested players, lost on the road at Wofford. They got one more game against Citadel Saturday. I don't know if they'll rest the players again, but then they're getting ready for their tournament next week. We have a long-standing thing on this show about engagement and marriage. So, I know where you're going here. So I'll ask LT, his beloved... Uh, first thing I thought of. <laughs> his beloved Los Angeles Dodgers, Shohei Otani, announcing on his social media platform yesterday that he is now married and he has a dog. The dog's name is Decoy. The only thing we know about the wife is that she is uh, from his native Japan. Yeah, I think the dog is like a beagle mix. He's had the dog for a little bit. Uh, This is better than him marrying an American because, you know, she would be straight up about a money grab. Interesting. So, yeah. so the fact that it's a native... Uh, well, you would think that maybe they've got some years together and she didn't realize right. how good this guy was going to be. Um, and... You know, different culture. Maybe she lets him just play uh, baseball without banging his phone nonstop and asking where he's going with the guys after the game. And But traditionally, you think guy who's good before marriage and girlfriend or engagement, once he becomes married and engaged, the, it drops off. Yeah, I mean, I'm a little more concerned about this than the Tommy John surgery recovery where he won't be able to throw till 2025. But again, it's a different culture altogether. So I'm going to reserve judgment on this one. I know we fought wars over that undefeated thing in every uh, single piece of land in this world, every continent, every country. Uh-huh. But I am going to hold uh, a little reserve judgment on this one. If, it, if, if you saw a picture of some 24-year-old California model that he was marrying, I'd be like, Straight money grab. Yeah, like the the yeah. Dodgers are going to eat a lot of that that, that contract. Oh yeah, you'd feel bad that bad yeah. about it, huh? Now, when did uh, I was going to point out for Lance the next time this came up, and I don't know why I thought of this when when I was watching the Super Bowl. When did Mahomes marry his girl? I think it was pre uh, him starting. All right, he proposed to her twenty twenty. It says so. There's oh. the proposal. That's where the clock starts for you, Lance. Is with proposal, right? 
He got engaged. Uh, he got he'd, engaged. Already, yeah. he'd already won a Super Bowl. Yeah, by so then. I, I mean, that was going to be my point. He was drafted in 2017. He's been good from day this, one. This this is not like a complete. No, no. It would no, be no. impossible if that was the fact. No, no. I'm yeah, just Tom I was Brady just pointing out that this, yeah, this does happen. It know? does. Yeah. So I just wanted to point out. I'm, I'm backing you up on that. Yeah. Couple other things quickly. Um, I don't know if this is new, but it looked like they've been uncovered. Rockstar is a presidential guru. But Warren G. Harding's love letters. Have you seen this? It's in the news now. No, I'm not. Weren't they to other men? Uh, they were not. Does that change the uh, the uh, context of the letter? No, was, no. I can't wait to rub my fingers through your beard again. <laughs> was it Grover Cleveland? There's, the, there's only been one confirmed bachelor that was a yeah. president. Well, Warren G. Harding was married, and so was his mistress, Carrie Phillips, according to records. And they have his love letters now. My takeaway from this is that he had a nickname for his body part and a nickname for her body part that he referenced in the letters. Um, and they even came across a a uh, a notation that referenced the what the code words meant okay. for, for other people to dissect them. I guess on. we're about to get that? Yes. Uh, his little friend, uh-huh. was, he called Jerry. Mm. So there was one letter that I was reading this morning, courtesy of Katie Couric's email, uh, the newsletter that I get every morning, that said, uh, when I summoned you and you walked into the bedroom, uh, Jerry and I were happy to see you. And at first I was like, well, oh, this, oh, is, well, this is freaky. Yeah. That took a turn. The president yeah. and Jerry were there. Right, little, I summoned you. And then yeah. later Where, on. Where's the gamp? He's sleeping. Well, he later, wake later, him up. On, later on, I found out what little Jerry was. Right, right. Um, her body part, he referenced as Mrs. Potterson, P-O-U-T-E-R-S-O-N. And why that body part need to be married, but it's M-R-S period, Mrs. Uh, I think Powder- that, Powderson. I think that body part was married. Yeah, Powderson, I guess is how you pronounce that, yeah. a little pouting uh, there. And need a little background on this. Both, both, of them, both of them married, though, and uh, hanging out together in the... Uh, uh, in the travels well, of the a, president. So did they get busted uh, by a letter? You know, most people get busted via text now. Uh, turns out that neither one of the mates cared. Um, the first lady was battling a massive kidney issue that was end up she never solved. And then... Uh, did it take her down? Her old husband, eventually, yes. Her, her old husband, um, while she was hanging out with the president, uh, suffered oftentimes from nervous breakdowns. Which back then, probably with them, them dropping a little lead in his water. Yeah. So she could get Mrs. Powderhouse out of the house. But Rocky had another mistress that he supposedly fathered a child with. Ooh, that's that. Well, I was yeah. thinking he's not the only president that named his junk. You know, oh, LBJ yeah. had Jumbo. Yeah. Yeah, he was a little bolder in his than Jumbo. Jerry. LBJ? LBJ yeah. had his nickname Jumbo. I don't know. I don't know what that means. Yeah. But did uh, President Clinton have a nickname for his? Uh, Wait, so LBJ, though, was married to uh, Lady, Lady Bird. Bird. Lady yeah. Bird. Damn. So she got jumbo treatment. Of which you named your dog. Not after her. Not after her. Yeah. All right. After Top of the hour. Great film. We'll talk to Dallin Cuff about basketball. Great game last night in Knoxville. And a big one set up for Tuscaloosa. That's coming up on the other side of the show. Being brought to you by Dr. B. Do you have a nickname for your hair? Uh, I don't, Dunaway. <laughs> 
I do not. That'd be really weird. But Dr. Beckenstein is the best in the business. That non-invasive treatment, I do it three times a week, 30 minutes each time on the couch. That is all. My hair is more than doubled in thickness. Dr. B also offering the Census Transdermal Infuser. This enables Dr. Beckenstein to get various medicines and therapies into the scalp where the hair follicles are without using any injections. This is revolutionary as Dr. B can pinpoint delivery of a patient's genetically specific products without any needles. Call 205-319-0316. That's 205-319-0316 or T3Hair.net. Everything Alabama, all the time. Subscribe and set alerts at Roll Tide Pods on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. 